What's up, Steeler Nation? We're excited to be back for another great week of shows. I am Jay York Football. This is Miked Up Sports One. I know, I know, it is mock draft season, Michael. I can, I already uh, seen you put out a few. First off, how are you? How are you living over there? And uh, I know you're getting excited. This is the most wonderful time of the year for you, I think, since we've been uh, young lads. Well, it's not just mock draft season. It's offensive coordinator season in yes. Pittsburgh this week. Is huge, huge news today broke that the Steelers hired Arthur Smith, former Titans OC, Falcons head coach. So we'll get into that just a little bit. Obviously, draft season is right around the corner. You mentioned yeah. it. The Senior Bowl is coming up this weekend. Can't wait to mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit next week. But I'm excited, man. We have some great topics to get into with a great guest today. But first, I know you want to tell everybody a little bit about our support system here at the sick box. Yeah, we have a partnership over there at Stoney's Beer. Uh, why settle for a run-of-the-mill mass-produced beer when you can have the best upgrade your beer game, raise your standards, and taste the difference that Stoney's Beer can deliver? And it delivers, as always, as we always say, and it's brewed in Latrobe. So make sure you grab a Stoney's when you're out or go online, pick yourself up a case wherever you get your beer. Make it happen. And then I'm going to need you to go over to Steel City Wall House. Where Don't the drink and drive, though. Set. Yes. No, and not in that order. Not in that order. Steel City Wheelhouse, House, where the bar is set. Tires for all cars and trucks can now be purchased online at SteelCityWheelhouse.com. Go see our guys, John and John, over there. We always say it. They're the best in the business. They're Pittsburgh West Coast Custom. I have the hoodie here repping as always. And uh, it is where the bar is set. Um, you're not going to beat their prices. And when financing is available, um, it's really for all your custom auto needs. Uh, they're the best in the Steel City and that's Steel City wheelhouse. So make sure you go check them out. And uh, I know the Super Bowl is coming up, Mike. So we really have to give our viewers, you know, uh, put some money in their park pocket for being, you know, faithful to us. Yeah. You remember the killer bees for the Steelers, Ben, Bell and Brown? I got yes. the killer bees for the Super Bowl. All right, you ready for this? Oh, man. So beer, which is Stoney's. Then you have buffalo chicken dip. How can you have a Super Bowl without buffalo chicken in some form or fashion? And the third one is betting. Those are the keys to a fantastic Super Bowl watch party experience. And if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn just $5 into 200 instantly in bonus bets. So I need everybody to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code SICKSPORTS. Once again, new customers can bet 5 bucks, 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Use our code SICKSPORTS. I'm not sure who you guys like. 49ers started off as a two and a half point favorite. That's already gone way down. A lot of Chiefs backers so far. We'll preview it in the coming weeks. But just remember, guys, the crown is yours. DraftKings Sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Also, listen, if you are in New York, make sure you call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available. If you have a gambling problem, call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. Make sure you play responsibly, okay? On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. 
Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. CDKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, that's a tongue twister, but all very important stuff. And yeah. we're going to get into some more important stuff with Matt Harmon in a minute. Roll it, Sammy. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith Shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. He is a football writer and analyst, of course, for Yahoo Sports. Creator of hashtag reception perception, the methodology for wide receiver evaluations. We'll love talking to him about that and some of the Steelers receivers. He's here to give his perception on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's none other than Matt Harmon. Matt, what's up, man? What's going on, boys? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Uh, good timing uh, to do this show the day the Steelers hire an offensive coordinator. So I'm uh, listen. I'm lucky to be on with you guys. I appreciate you having me. <laughs> Yeah, man, we're going to get right into that, of course. I'm sure you're familiar with Arthur Smith. His time in Tennessee, not the best time as he kind of flames out in Atlanta uh, with an offense that certainly did not live up to expectations with the likes of Bijan Robinson, Drake London over there. What do you think about the high? Yeah, listen, I, I have always had a weird fascination with Arthur Smith and his offense. Um because, and listen, like doing any level of fantasy work and obviously at Yahoo to do a little bit of fantasy football analysis, he's like probably the most hated coach maybe of, of all time, but certainly that I can remember of like the last five years in fantasy football. And that's going to happen when you draft three guys in the top 10, top eight in terms of skill position players. And we feel like they probably weren't maximized. Usually for me, that's a massive red flag uh, for any sort of offensive play caller, offensive play designer. That being said, um, he definitely flamed out in Atlanta, did Arthur Smith. But, I, and, and I, my, my thought on, on the end of that tenure is that I just feel like he kind of lost the plot a little bit. Like there were good ideas to that offense. There were really good bones, in, in my opinion, of that offense, especially in, in 2022. Like they were a top 10 offense efficiency wise with Marcus Mariota under center. And Marcus Mariota was, was not a good quarterback. <laughs> like that, that was, he was offering probably somewhere close to like, the Zach Wilson league basement in terms of quarterback play that year. So I gave Smith a lot of credit for what he did with that offense in 2022. Like I said, the ideas are good there. I love the way that love the way the run game is designed. I love the way that they're physical. I love the way that that group attacked. Um, even if it was with multiple running backs, even if it wasn't always with the running back that fantasy football managers wanted, that was still, it wasn't a great run game actually this past year, but especially in 21 and 22, it was generally a very good rushing attack. And in my opinion, what I really like about Arthur Smith's offense is actually the pass game designs. Like my favorite offenses in the NFL take advantage of the middle of the field. They build the run, the pass game off the run game. And that's what Smith's offenses have always been really good about. And, and just final point before, you know, you guys uh, take it here. I think that it, the criticism that he, Arthur Smith did not use his players, like didn't get the ball to his best players in Atlanta. It, while that's obviously true, 
it's not true at all of his tenure in in Tennessee. And I think if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you're hoping that okay, this guy is maybe some he's just not built for the big chair. He's not built for to be the head coach, but as simply an offensive coordinator, he can get the job done as long as there is a guy that can inhabit the big chair and tell him like, okay, Arthur, that was a real cute play you designed for the backup tight end or third string running back, whatever. But like, we got to feed our guys here. And hopefully Mike Tomlin can be that guy for, for Arthur Smith, just like Mike Grable was. You mentioned the bottom of the quarterback rankings and we thank you for using Zach Wilson and not Kenny Pickett. Uh, however, he did fall in that category, unfortunately. Compare him a little bit to potentially a Ryan Tannehill, right? A guy who in Miami was probably better than Pickett his first couple of years, but really thrived under Arthur Smith. Can Arthur Smith take a guy like Pickett and get him to be the player the Steelers need him to be? Or do you think when it comes to Kenny Pickett that he's just never going to be the dude in Pittsburgh or anywhere else? Yeah, I mean, usually guys, like we don't see a team bench a quarterback in and, and you like whatever they want to say it like in my opinion if you 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 the guy's healthy and and I don't care if you're riding the hot hand with the guy that was your third stringer usually you just go right back to that rookie quarterback who yeah. who's, was your first round not rookie quarterback but who was a rookie quarterback last year and was your first round pick you just go right back to that guy if you have full faith in him um that obviously was not what happened in Pittsburgh and like right or wrong, that's going to bring up questions and that's going to bring up speculation like we're doing on podcasts right now. Um, so I would say there are parts of Kenny Pickett's game that I don't hate. Like I actually think he's a pretty good uh, out of pocket creation quarterback. I do think he does try to write checks that his arm can't cash. I don't think he has the strongest arm. I don't think he is. Um, like I think when he's playing off script, he can be a pretty good quarterback, but in structure, there are processing issues. There's accuracy issues. But I think a lot of that probably would have been said about Ryan Tannehill. Like, I do think that's an interesting comparison to make. I think Tannehill, you're right, was better in Miami than Pickett has been in Pittsburgh. Um, but really what this offense needs is it needs somebody that's going to take care of the football. That was Desmond Ritter's biggest problem. Like, I know that Arthur Smith got a lot of hate for the toxic groupthink comment that he made when, um, you know, he's like, yeah, people are just, it's toxic groupthink that that's why people are hating on Desmond Ritter or whatever. Well, then he ended up benching the guy. So like really what toxic, this is the type of stuff I'm saying, like he's not made for the big chair. He, he, he's not made to be out there at the press conference saying this stuff, but like this offense needs a guy who's going to take care of the football and stand in the pocket like be comfortable taking big hits and push the ball vertically downfield on play action. That was really where Mason Rudolph was actually pretty good uh, to end the season. I don't know where you guys stand on Mason Rudolph. I was certainly not. Like I definitely was skeptical and I rolled my eyes when they're going to Mason Rudolph and they're going to continue to play him. But, and I don't think he's the answer. I don't really think either of these guys are most mm -hmm. likely going to be the answer, but I think whichever one of them can, if that's what they're going to do, they're going to just, roll a you know mason rudolph can he pick a quarterback competition out whichever guy is going to be able to add something with their legs which you might lean towards Pickett, but then the other side of it i do think mason rudolph is going to be the guy that's going to sit in the pocket and like push the ball vertically then so like some sort of frankenstein between the two of them would probably be the best answer here jordan what's your take on mason and i'll give mine quickly and then i'll kick it back to matt um I mean, I I think I tweeted it out, you know, during the four game run. I think that he's the best was at the time the best on the depth chart. But I mean, that's not really you're not really setting your standards too high in that QB room. So um, I think that, you know, his ceiling. I mean, he was, you know, when we had Brad Spielberg on 
Um, you know, he said it that there was a reason why he was QB three. It just happened that, you know, Mitch wasn't working out and he came in and hey, it was a great it was a great run. I'll give it to him. But you can't go into, like I said, the AFC North quarterback like it's you can just go down the list. I mean, it's it's an AFC in general, AFC North. It doesn't matter. Like you can't go into the season with those two quarterbacks. You just can't do it. Yeah, I always thought Mason got a bit of an unfair shake because he was behind Big Ben. So every time Ben came out, it was like, oh, my gosh, here we go again. Even though if you look back, yeah. he was OK. Average, you know, had a bunch of games with two touchdowns when Kenny Pickett did not. All right, Matt, I have one more for you and then I'll kick it over to Jordan for what he's got. We talked about Ryan Tannehill. Mason is an unrestricted free agent. It sounds like potentially the Steelers want him and Kenny Pickett to run it back again. But if he gets an offer somewhere else and he does leave, does Tannehill make sense to come to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Is that next as a Mason Rudolph type to battle Pickett uh, or to back him up? Because it seems like he's going to be on the outs in Tennessee. Would you agree? Uh, definitely on the outs in Tennessee. I think at this point, um, letting go of Mike Vrabel there signaled they're on to the next era. I, I don't know if you guys felt the same way or like how much you caught of this, but I've never seen a player just be given a like, hey, here's a microphone. Give a farewell address to the fans at the end of a season like Derrick Henry did Henry. with the Tennessee Titans. That was the first that signed to me where I was like, yeah, I think there might be something to this like Mike Vrabel thing, and they're really on to the next era because it wasn't as if like and, – and I think, look, aging running back at that point in his career, I love Derrick Henry, but that's just how it goes at the running back position. Um, I just – I've never seen that It's because he's not like he's announcing his retirement. He's just – there's just no pretense that they're going to even consider bringing him back like – as a, as a free agent this year. So I definitely think Tennessee's on to a new era. Will Levis will be that new era and Ryan Tannehill will be a free agent um, or he'll be traded. I would say most likely cut and then be a free agent. I, to me though, I don't think Tannehill's like a viable solution. I think if they're intent on bringing back Kenny Pickett and, and you want to have him battle it out with somebody like Tannehill definitely to me is a guy that I would want to bring into camp as a backup and then, all right, if the starter doesn't work out, we can throw him out there. But look, I know that Tannehill was behind a bad offensive line and they have DeAndre Hopkins and not a lot of else going for them from a skill position pass catcher standpoint there in Tennessee. But to me, Tannehill was kind of a mess this year when he got out there. So I, I don't think he is a viable solution to me as a fan of a team. If that was like, hey, we're bringing in Ryan Tannehill. I'm like, you're bringing in a, a veteran backup, right? That, that's where I'd, I, I'd be looking for a different solution there. Yeah, I have to agree. I think the biggest thing for me, and I wanted to get your take on this, is you know every season you go into. Obviously, we cover the Steelers specifically, but the NFL as a whole is you want to find your identity going into the season. What would you say is the Steelers' identity? The ground and pound, you know, tough defense. You know, Blitzberg's coming back, or you know, is this new NFL? Like, you know, everything's changing. The whole dynamic of the league. Like, is it time to? you know, find, find what, what is the identity? I think that is the biggest question going into this year. Just kind of wanted to get. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that's obviously the goal for every team. You need to have like a, a have a mission statement feels kind of lame, but I do just, I mean, yeah. identity is a great way to put it. Like, what are we on offense and what do we do well? And how are like, what, in what areas are we tough to defend? Um, like I, <laughs> I think the NFL has changed a little bit the last two years where the meta of the league is not pure drop back pass game. Like you can be a very good team if you are a physical team on the ground. And frankly, like 
with all the defenses have swung towards two high safeties and light boxes and everything. And you're getting some advantageous run looks right now uh, as, as just if you're a good offense, especially if you have a dangerous pass game. And like the best teams in the NFL right now, they're able to take advantage of those light boxes. They're able to take advantage of some of those lighter defenders. And I mean, I think any team that plays the Cowboys is a great example. That is a defense perfectly cater made to stop like, 2019 2020 2021 offenses where we're not focused on running the football we're focused on spreading the field um you know we're attacking the middle of the field from a pass game standpoint but we're not going to be a physical run team but you saw teams just demolish dallas uh from a defensive standpoint when they could mount physical inside offenses i mean the best example right now and i think this is sort of the team that i think the steelers could kind of try to emulate i know they didn't hire somebody off this tree they hired arthur smith but the Rams, what they did this past year, great example of a team, I think, being in tune with the league's current meta. The Rams, for years under Sean McVay, were an outside zone team. That is how they attack teams on the ground. And, and every single year, whether it was Todd Gurley all the way to, like, you know, Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson mm -hmm. and all that, they've been trying to run this, like, outside zone stuff. This past year, with Kyron Williams, who ran a lot of man-gap scheme uh, from, a, from a collegiate standpoint in Notre Dame, they put their big boy pants on and they ran power run there in Los Angeles and they took shots off play action and even just not on play action out of heavier set formations with these big receivers who could run big crossing and big over routes in, in obviously Cooper Cup and of course uh, Puka Nakua, a historic rookie season. I think that's really the identity that the Steelers could try to emulate here. They're, they can They should be a physical run team but also with some big play pizzazz because like i love jalen warren i love what he can bring to the table uh but man like they've got the receivers in my opinion in george pickens and deontay johnson to be a team that hurts you down the field like that was and i'm sure i don't have to, to preach that was kind of my next question so i'll just let you it was a great segue is because i know you're a wide receivers guy just wanted to get your take on that duo you know what is the ceiling for them i mean we know george pickens i mean every catch that he makes is a sports center top 10 we know that the talents there it's just you know with a, a competent quarterback i guess you could really say um i think the possibilities are endless with him i think so too and I think I've said that like you can't really have a normal conversation about George Pickens because yeah. there's no like middle ground with him where um you know in the in his rookie season especially he had all these great catches it's like well this guy's got the potential to be an elite receiver well I would say that there needed to be some more there needed to be some more consistency there from a separation standpoint he had to get better from what he showed as a rookie there's just no question about that and but then like people take that and, and they want to say like ah, he's 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 no good he can't separate that's not what we're saying either there's got to be some middle ground here and there's got to be some improvement on what we saw as a rookie I think there was a lot not consistently that's still where we've got to get better from a George Pickens standpoint we've got to be more consistent there um, but also you can't talk about these receivers and again this is where I was going to say I know I don't have to preach to the choir on this one the offense that Matt Canada has run in Pittsburgh the last few years I mean it has been a high school offense it's been embarrassing yeah. and um, 
really the route combinations were the thing that was there's a guy that's sitting here charting routes and yeah. watching film i mean it just it drives you nuts it's man. like it's it was like a midget league playbook like something that you would see like you know i'm talking like fourth fifth sixth grade like it's, it's hb go, dive goes on and madden hitches, goes and hitches goes yeah. and hitches and runs up the middle like that's <laughs> it um so like hey get ready for arthur smith he's not running in the the, the basic route concepts yeah. if there's one thing you can say with him is that he's gonna work like they're like these things work to open in any any good offense these routes work to open up something else like even if you're gonna be george pickens and you're running that clear out route you're clearing things out for deontay johnson on in breaking routes if you're in this offense whereas previously it's like all right i've got deontay johnson on one side of the field he's running a hitch route i've got george pickens running this corner route on the other side of the field well those things aren't working together in concert and then you've got you know alan robinson or calvin austin on like a short little drag route over the middle like that doesn't those route concepts don't work together at all so that's why it's like you can't really talk about these receivers and what they've done from a production standpoint like yards per target yards per route run any of those metrics because it just hasn't really been a normal offense and I like the talent of George Pickens a lot. Like I think he fits as a classic X receiver. Um, he just he's the, he's the prototype in at that position, and he showed. Like, yeah, again, he's got some separation issues against zone coverage when he's working um, in the intermediate areas of the field, but he's great at running against press. He's great at running against man coverage. Like that's where he's gotten better and better, in my opinion, uh, as a player. And then Deontay Johnson's a great route runner. He great. I mean, he's, he's a mistake prone player. He'll, he'll mm-hmm. absolutely drive you crazy at some point. Yeah. He's rather, he's rather high on the boneheaded place. That, that no whole touchdown thing. I'm glad that got a, holy crap. That felt like it was like forever. It was forever, but it felt like an eternity. So it I think that like once he kind of got that off his chest, he kind of started, it was like, okay, he's back start i think he stopped pressing uh as much because i think yeah. last especially in 22 man it was just constantly like hey you get the ball like run up field like stop trying to make you know going backwards making everybody miss and stuff like that like, oh man you're not that guy like you're you're a good player but you're not um you know Dio samuel or something like that like let's just let's just run down the field and we'll get there but it felt like he's kind of trying to take chunks where he just needed to take a couple yeah. bites and i think this past year you're right getting that monkey off his back was probably pretty important but yeah i mean both of these guys definitely need to be probably coached a little harder probably need to be pushed to be a little more professional at times like we don't need to be on instagram after everything like that so but the talent's definitely there for those two guys and i I do think this is the type of offense that if we're running something closer to what we've seen out of arthur smith the last few years it's a condensed target tree we're mostly funneling through two receivers and we're running a power run game i think that that can be good for them we're hanging out here with Matt Harmon on the Sick Podcast, rounding things up. He's been nice enough to spend a lot of time with us here today. Matt, a couple last things. Obviously, Steelers, big offseason move today with Arthur Smith. What do you think about the rest of the offseason? What positions they need to address, maybe the draft, free agency? <clears throat> I mean, quarterback, obviously, is low-hanging fruit, of course. I, I don't think that running into this season with a Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, uh, camp battle. I, I don't think that can be the answer. Um, I, I think we've got to find, you know, whether it's Justin Fields or something else. Like you don't think Kirk like, Cousins is it? Is that like, is that a pipe dream? I feel now? like, is I it? feel like Cousins is going back to Minnesota. That being yeah. said, if you are Kirk and they can't franchise tag you, I'd, I'd at least want to hit the market and see what a team see. like Pittsburgh might throw at you. Cause I, I think that in, in Atlanta, when Arthur Smith was there, I thought when he might come back and be the head coach there, He'd be the perfect quarterback for what we're talking about. Like, man, if you've watched Kirk with the Vikings, 
stand in there even when you're going to get hit and just rip that ball downfield. He's been that yeah. guy. Um, I do think that, again, Justin Fields is the type of guy that I do think would fit well in this offense too. You can do something with the quarterback run game, and he'll push it downfield. And I actually think that the way that Justin Fields and DJ Moore had a really great connection this year, um, running a lot of routes that I think you'll probably see in an offense like this, like, I think he can be that guy that develops that type of connection with the George Pickens type. I think they would actually work really well together, um, especially working against man coverage. So that that's definitely a possible solution. You know, there's other avenues you can you can look at as well. But yeah, quarterback to me has to be the thing that you, that you got to focus on. But, you know, continuing to build out the offensive line, I think, is another um, area there, too. And, and, you know, like we like George Pickens. We like Deontay Johnson. Um, I thought Calvin Austin was an interesting prospect coming into the league. He hasn't necessarily like taken the, the step to be a big time contributor there, but I would like to see them add some receiver depth, but really to me on offense, at least focus on the offensive line, maybe add a couple of extra wide receivers just for pure depth purposes there. And then on defense, I think you got to continue to build out the secondary cornerback was an issue there outside of Joey Porter, who was really fantastic as a rookie um, shoring up those other spots has to be a priority. All right, we'll get you out of here on this. Tell everybody where they can find you and who wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, I appreciate you boys having me. Uh, oh, thank you. Great, uh, of course. And you can find all my stuff. Uh, you can find me on social media at Matt Harmon underscore BYB. You can subscribe to Reception Perception. I will definitely be having a lot of stuff on George Pickens and Deontay Johnson this offseason, uh, receptionperception.com. And I host the Yahoo Fantasy Football Show uh, as well. You can you can find that wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, all that type of stuff. Uh, and I, I think the 49ers take the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm going to look like an idiot in a, you know, a couple weeks for Downton Patrick Mahomes uh, because just the guy's inevitable, man. What, what can you say? He's out there ruining careers in the AFC. I mean, all these quarterbacks, like, ah, why didn't Lamar win one? Why didn't Josh Allen win one? Why didn't Joe Burr? Well, I, why Tua? Yeah, I I wonder, the, the guy wearing 15 in Kansas City and Steve Spagnuolo and Andy Reid and all those guys, that's probably why they didn't win one. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to look like an idiot for downing him, but I do think San Francisco is just so talented. I like the way Purdy plays off script as well. I think this is, I think this is finally the year that Kyle Shanahan exercises some of those Super Bowl demons. Matt Harmon, talented on script or off script as well. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you, man. We'll Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks you, thank you so much for having me. Keep up the good work. Thanks, man. Yeah, big day, uh, of course, here in, in Pittsburgh, Arthur Smith. And we learned a lot about him from, from Matt. Yeah. Obviously studies a lot of tape, broke down what uh, he was able to do really well in Tennessee and what he wasn't able to do so well in Atlanta. So we'll see what version of him we ultimately get. I think my favorite line, and that we're also going to use for the headline of this show, was he said, we're not going to get basic concepts out of Arthur Smith. We're not going to get basic shit that we got with Matt Canada. Out yeah. of Arthur Smith. So that should at least excite the people out there. I know initially I wasn't over the moon about this. Yeah, it wasn't wanted, my first pick. It wasn't. I wanted to draw Johnson. I wanted a, maybe a Kubiak from San Francisco. I like kind of these quarterback whisperers because it's clearly the most important position in the NFL. And clearly the Steelers do not have a great one right now. But Smith is an improvement over Canada. So at the end of the day, we can at least be happy about that. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, it's Steelers Twitter is like in an uproar because, you know, everyone was like, ah, oh, like he doesn't, uh, you know, quarterback, he's just run, run, run. Well, that, that's good for the running game because you do know that when you have a good running game, it opens up the passing game. That's just true. That's football. Yep. 
But uh, I think that you got to give the guy a chance before you, you know, kick him out of town. There, it's it's already, you know, um, and new scenery. Um, like I said, I think that he said it best. He maybe wasn't fit for head coach, but he could be a successful OC. So uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'll say enough of the Kenny Pickett excuses. I don't care if they hired, you know, a rock to be the offensive coordinator this season. If he comes out and struggles, it's on him. It's not on the coordinator anymore. Yeah. So I don't want to hear fire Arthur chance late in no. the season. Pickett is bad because, um, you know, yeah, I think I, it'll fall more on the quarterback than the OC. And I think what people need to understand, too, is I want everyone on the Steelers 53-man roster practice. I want everyone to thrive, but at the end of the day, we have to evaluate what's going on on the field. Honestly, it would be a dream come true if Kenny Pickett just goes crazy and the Steelers win the Super Bowl, but I just inevitably don't see that happening. So we need to get a veteran quarterback. We need to get uh, so something to uh, click. Maybe Munchak will be coming back. We'll be uh, doing a uh, breaking show on that here soon. You never know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said, we're talking about the player, not the person. We love you, yeah. Kenny. Come on the show. I know it's not the easiest offseason. I'm not sitting here begging you. I know you know Jordan. So all of our listeners out there, if you want to hit the subscribe button, you might get Kenny Pickett at some point. I'm just throwing it out there as long as he hasn't listened to our podcast over the past few months. <laughs> all right. Hey, as always, it's been a great time. Thank you again, uh, Matt Harmon, Yahoo Sports. Uh, Miked up sports one go check out all his mock drafts i'm jay york football it's been great as always shout out to our partners over at DraftKings, steel city wheelhouse and stoney's beer and uh we'll be back uh end of the week with another great show breaking down Steelers. new oc let's get the work the standard is the standard let's change let's change it man we got to do it we got to get that playoff win see you guys And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.